Hi, it's Sean with T-Shirt Voice Lessons, and today we're going to talk about a very nerdy-sounding topic, but one that everybody needs to know. Processes. And actually, in truth, processes and principles. Now, this sounds like some really like corporate-almost-sounding stuff, and, and I know that, so I'm going to break it down for you and explain what we're talking about here. So the other day, I know you know I'm going to start with a story if I can. So the other day, I was at my son's baseball practice. He's uh, he's just above t-ball, so they're learning some fundamentals of baseball and how to move, how to throw, how to catch, and all this stuff. So my co- the coach, I noticed he was going around. He would give him a drill like throwing back and forth, and then he would go around and, and notice what he needed to to teach the the uh, little athletes and uh, my son was throwing with his partner and catching and I noticed he was throwing pretty well and he followed the process of throwing which the the coach taught them that process which was like a one two three thing with their feet it's kind of left right left and uh, my son did it the other way because he's left-handed and they they do that over and over he was doing it pretty well then but he wasn't catching that well. The coach noticed it because coaches that are sensitive to their team and their students, voice teachers that are sensitive, they notice these things and they go to address them. So he noticed that my son wasn't catching. So he showed them the process, him, two things actually, the process of catching the ball and how to position yourself so that you catch the ball from the other person but also the principle that you should keep your glove in front of you. That's a process and a principle. The process is how you do it. The principle is the thing, the overall thing that you think about to enable you to do it all the time. So it's, sim- and it's a simple thing. A, process is a, sim- a principle is a simple thing that you can tell someone like, hey, do this or think of this. And you can, you, that's easy to, to go with. And so he showed him that. And then as the, as the practice went, he was giving specific processes on specific things like how to catch a grounder, how to, how to, do, how to throw the ball some, in different ways, um, how to bat later on in practice and, and how to stand when you bat because that's kind of two different processes, how to stand and then how to swing. That's two processes. And actually, if you really break it down, when you get to high performance athletes, there's a lot of sub-processes involved with what muscles to keep loose so you can build torque and how to build torque as you swing and stuff like this. But, of course, you're not going to do that with little kids. I mean, You do, actually, and he was kind of doing it. I could see he had like a watered-down version of some higher-level processes and principles, which is what I do when I teach kids voice. And I use the same principles that I would teach a very refined opera singer. So... Now, uh, what does this have to do with the voice and, and all this? Well, I want you to understand the difference between a process and a principle. If you know this difference, you will just by the end of this podcast have an awareness of your own voice that you never had before. You'll feel confident on uh, the next time you sing because that confidence comes from knowing and you won't have this sense of, I don't, it's this kind of gray area that the voice lives in sometimes for people. 
And I'm going to do it not by talking about every process, but by showing you some examples and showing you that there is such a thing as a process and that there are processes out there to give you some sense of the, the playing field, to go with the baseball analogy I was, I was talking about earlier. So the, uh, a process. So let's take a simple example of breathing in. Now, I'm not going to talk about breathing in and out. I'm not going to talk about singing, which is breathing in and out and how you coordinate all that stuff. Singing is an incredible subset, uh, set of many subsets of processes. And that's why I like it so much. That's why I love vocal coaching so much because I love processes. I literally talk about processes. It's ridiculous. And I, my family does it too. My, my dad and my brother do the same thing. They'll go through a process of something. I have an uncle who, who goes through the process of cooking. He'll tell me how to he cook something like step by step. And it's, it, it kind of tells it like he's a good storyteller too. So he goes through each step. And I'm with him the whole time. I'm like, yeah, okay. And I'm a good listener. And it's, he's also talking about something I really like. So I, and, and you know, his wife will be like, man, you're just talking forever. But it's because I'm, I'm a good audience for that stuff because I love the whole process. Yeah, and then you got to boil it a certain, you got to cook it a certain time, but you can't add this until this. And this is why, because this has got to happen. And I'm like, oh yeah, I get it. All right, I get that. You know, <laughs> and um, so I'm a big process nerd. That's why I do this, but you don't have to be a process nerd, but you do want to know the difference. So the process of breathing in, involves three separate sub-processes, at least that many, maybe some more if I want to get crazy. And so you breathe in. There's a process of how you position your chest. And it, it's, all, it's a process and a training, but it also becomes an awareness after you follow the process for a time. It's a process of how you loosen your, your shoulders, how you loosen your trapezius muscles, and how you key up the positioning of your chest by keeping it in one open position. I use the word open position, but that's that open position word is more of a principle, but the process is how to open your chest and to keep the chest open and keep it in that one open position as you breathe in and as you breathe out. Another process is how to loosen the abdominal muscles so that the diaphragm can go all the way down and do its job and let the abdominal muscle actually come out. Your belly will come out when you breathe a full breath in. And that's because you've loosened your abdominal muscles and let it do its thing. And that is a process because some singers will tighten up their abdominal muscles too much and they don't leave room for their uh, diaphragm to go fully distend, to fully go down. There is the process of um, how the two, well, it's actually a couple of processes on how you breathe in with regards to uh, whether you're breathing a slow breath through the nose and a breath, a quick breath through the mouth. There's a way you have to shape your, your throat, which is actually very similar to how you do it for singing. And then there's, uh, there's making sure that you let the, let the diaphragm do the work so that you're that's this is the, another process is how to let the diaphragm do the work without your neck muscles tightening up. Because when people think of sucking in air like this, they tense up their, their neck muscles for no reason whatsoever. The diaphragm goes down and creates a vacuum in our atmosphere. When there's a vacuum, our atmosphere fills the vacuum. And that's what happens. It's very simple. 
that's a process that was followed on how to let that let that vacuum get created and just let it do, do its work. So there's a couple of processes involved. And as a vocal coach, I will train someone on those processes. Now, don't do it like, here, we're going to learn the process of how to make your diaphragm go all the way down. You know, I'm not going to do that, okay? I'm going to do it in a fun way, or, but I'm, I'm going to tell you to do something. Like, okay, loosen up, do this, do this, let the shoulders do this. But I'm teaching you the process by telling you specifics. Let your shoulders loosen up. Okay, stand, op- open your chest, keep your chest open, breathe in. Now you notice your chest caved in. So instead of caving in when you breathe in, you got to keep it in one position. Okay, you notice that when you breathe in, your chest went from a dip down position to a lifted position. Start with a lifted position, et cetera, et cetera. These are different processes I'll train until we get to. These are different things I've trained until we get to the process of understanding how to keep the chest in one position. I do the same for all the sub processes in that. So, now, there is a, something higher than that, which is the principle. The principle, there are many principles, actually. There is the principle of an open chest that I talked about. That is, you think of open, you don't think of the word lift, because you think of the word lift, your upper back, upper back muscles get tense, etc. So you think of the word open, open, open your chest. Think of the word open, principle. It's not a, it's not a technique, it's not a method. It's not a process. Then another process is that, as what I what I said a minute ago, which is letting the diaphragm do the breathing for you. Don't or the alternative, the don't do uh, principle that I teach people sometimes is don't suck in air. So it's the principle of don't suck in air. Is, is accomplished by the process of all these little things, the several processes of all these different things, loosening the abdomen, letting the neck muscles relax, keeping the chest in one position. When you breathe in, don't suck in air. If you suck in air, it'll tense everything up. So it's a principle. You can't teach one without the other. You can't do one without the other. If you try to, you will screw up and you will not be able to repeat the process. <laughs> no pun in, no, it's not a pun. It's, it's literally what I'm trying to say. So, <laughs> um, so I'm going to give you an example of a terrible, terrible, terrible mistake that many voice teachers make and many singers make. If you're a voice teacher listening to this, believe me, I, you do great work. I'm going to do an episode just on what you do because there's something that you do that you may not even know that you do. And I, I want to talk to you about it if you're listening to this podcast. But teachers, I do want to admonish you. <laughs> Is that I hope I'm using that word correctly here for for this idea of communicating too much in principles. It's actually more dangerous with voice teachers I've noticed than even in other things. Uh, sometimes coaches will do this too. Lower level coaches will do this. That's why I was really excited to see my son's coach do both processes and principles. Some people also teach processes too much and that no one can put it all together in their head. So it gets very confusing. And so that's why when we're talking here, I'm hoping that I'm giving you a lot of principles to help you to put everything together. But then I'm also talking about processes uh, and, uh, and, and so you understand the specifics. So here's an example of principles that people will use in singing training where they focus on the principle only. Like... 
the idea, so singing to the mask is this thing in singing. And you'll, you might have heard this expression. Well, when you sing high notes, if you have a free voice that's been mostly freed up so that they can function, it will vibrate in the, in the mask, which is the cheekbones and, and the bones of the face, as you sing higher notes. And as you go down, it actually vibrates more in the chest. It's kind of interesting how our bone conduction works with different frequencies. So it also is a symptom that you have good resonance. But many people, and this is a terrible mistake, use the principle as a way to teach. And I'm going to tell you the danger of this. This is a terrible thing to do. So they'll say something like, sing to the mask. Oh, don't do that. Sing to the mask is taking a principle of, of let, of the principle really would be let your voice work so that you feel the vibration in your face. Or you can sing, you can say sing to the mask in the sense of let the mask vibrate. Let's hear the mask vibrate. It may be a principle. Let the mask, let the mask uh, vibrate or let yourself sing to the mask or something that more of a let kind of thing. But when you tell a singer, sing to the mask, you're now trying to make a process out of a principle. And you can't do that. You cannot make a process out of a principle any more than you can turn an apple into an orange. And don't get complicated on that, people. Okay, this is not Hogwarts or anything. So this, uh, yeah, so you, you, you're trying to do a principle. So what happens is someone goes, okay, I need to sing to the mask. Okay, here I go. I'm singing. They don't even know what the hell that means. And this is how you know you're doing it because you're being asked to do something very ambiguous that you don't even know how to do. Okay, sing to the mask. Go, you. Hey, you, right there. You need to sing to your mask. Um, okay, what do I do? You know, you don't know what to do because you can't. You can't do it. You can't sing to a principal. You can't do that. So usually singers are confused and then the teacher goes, yes, you did it right. When they do the right thing and no, that was wrong. When you do the wrong thing, you need to sing to the mask. Oh, yeah, that was it right there. You know, no, no, you need to sing to the mask. That was wrong. And what they're doing is I, the singing teacher might be listening for the symptoms of when it goes into the mask, etc. But they're not, they're not teaching it right. So singing teachers, please don't do this. For yourself. Don't try to imagine yourself singing to the mask. Instead, keep the principle separate of the process. The principle is, yeah, my face should be vibrating when I sing. That's a principle. Just that's, a, that's the way I've communicated to people. Your face should vibrate when you sing high notes. And if it does, cool. If it doesn't, don't freak out about it. Just keep doing, letting your voice do its thing until you get there. How do we, what's the process though? Process is a lot, okay? <laughs> high notes is a whole, I have a whole book on high notes. I mean, the high notes are like a whole thing, but you have to coordinate your singing, you have to coordinate your breath flow, your in-breath, your out-breath, your, even your position of your extremities because they get affected by, they affect high notes more because you're, you'll tense your neck too much. Stuff like this. There's all these processes on how to get us to sing to the mask. I don't teach singing to the mass, I teach all the processes. And then the symptom, the, the principle that we follow is to be aware of the vibration. And that's it. All right. Hope that made that clearer. Another one is, uh, oh, so, so there's also the principle where I was talking about the uh, breathing earlier, breathing in. There's a general principle that when you breathe in, the diaphragm needs to have room to breathe all the way, to go all the way down. That's a principle. I don't tell people to do that. I say, 
let's loosen your abdomen, let's do this, let's do this. And then I tell them the principle, which is let your diaphragm go all the way down. I don't tell them, I don't do that like a process. I don't go, make your diaphragm go down now. That's ridiculous. Because we don't control our diaphragm like that. So just think of the awareness. Think of, okay, is my belly coming out? That's what I tell people to think about. Okay, let your belly go out. All right, there we go. We got the diaphragms going all the way down now. Again, people often will take that principle of letting the diaphragm do its thing go all the way down. Actually, it's not just do its thing. It needs to go all the way down. Take that principle and teach that way. Just like the singing to the mask. Hey, you, sing from the diaphragm. You know? And the person's like, I don't even know what a diaphragm is. What do I do? It's their first lesson, and the, there's this big intimidating voice teacher, and they're bang- banging on the piano, telling them to sing notes, and they're like, you need to sing from the diaphragm. What does that mean? So, again, it's a process. It's not a process. It's a principle. And so I hope that made that clear. I hope, well, I hope it did. Because it's, it's a subtle – it's not subtle, actually, but it it's, can be confusing sometimes to separate the two. The way you know that something's a principle is that it's, it's something that you can't physically do directly. You have to do other things, which is actually the processes, in order to accomplish that general principle. So with baseball, there's a principle that my the son's coach was trying to teach them of forward motion. Like when you, the ball comes to you, you grab the ball and you keep a forward motion and you throw the ball. It's not stop, bump, throw. He's trying to teach them a general principle of fluid motion, grabbing the ball and then going towards the ball. He called it going towards the ball. And that's fine, it's, it, it, but it's a principle. How did he teach that in terms of processes? Well, the processes is he has this left, right, le- is it right, left, right? I think it's right, left, right. No, left, right, left, throw. And he has another process of how to catch the ball. He puts the two together with the principle of keep forward motion, keep move towards the ball. These are little kids, but he's teaching them kind of an advanced thing. If you notice professional baseball players, they don't stop. They, they catch the ball and they keep motion and they go. It's, it's like reflexive almost. <clears throat> so, and li- you know why I'm talking about this? I'm moving around. It's kind of funny. All right. So anyway, I'm like throwing imaginary balls in my hands and stuff. So anyway... I get to have fun too, all right? So the general principle. I hope that makes it a little clearer because voice is kind of subtle, so it throws people off a little bit with the principles and the, and the processes. But it's so important that we do not try to sing to a process. Don't sing from the diaphragm. Don't sing to the mask. Instead, tell yourself, loosen my abdomen. Excuse me. Um... Is loosen my abdomen so that my diaphragm can do can go all the way down. Uh, do all these other processes so that I have high notes, airflow, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Sometimes you have to train a bunch of small processes to get the principle. But once you get the training accomplished and you get there, then a simple "Hey, check your mask" is good enough because you already have the several processes that you've built through training, and then you can follow the principle, and that's it. So this is how it's done. It's processes and principles. I hope that you understand this. And I hope you can separate the two. 
The cool thing about singing is it is made of many different sub-processes and processes. They're actually very complicated. If I Just the singing itself involves a set of processes with breathing in, a set of processes with breathing out, a set of processes with posture, some, of, some crossovers among those three, and then uh, some things related to airflow and, and the space of the throat and all this stuff. That's why I like voice so much, and I've said this already, that's why I love the singing teaching because it's full of processes. And, and I can go through each one of them, and it's also full uh, – I can also summarize them into principles. And just like my son's coach, at the end of the practice, he started saying some of the principles like moving towards the ball, keeping the, keeping the uh, glove in front of you and stuff like this. And in general, another symptom of a principle is that it's something that you say after you've already gone through the process so that you can remember it. If you've ever worked for like a manufacturing company or somewhere that involves very strict SOPs, standard operating procedures, those are processes. Those are processes involved in those. But in order to do your job every day, after you've gone through the processes and processes and you know how to do them, it helps to have a general principle, whether it's, you know, whatever it is. It might be how you position things and how you think of things and whatever it is. But you can go through principles after you've gone through all the processes. So singing, I know this is kind of, you may think of this as a nerdy topic, but I hope you notice how important it is. And I hope, like I said in the beginning, that from now, you understand that singing is a bunch of processes. And that if you can't get a certain thing, if your throat's tightening up when you have a high note, if you have some strange thing going on in the middle of your voice, there's a process to solve that. So it's nothing that should cause any frustration. Yeah, we might not be able to get it right then, but we, there is a process to solve it. And if you know what that is, well, do it and don't instead focus on the principle or the, even the outcome, which is another thing. Some people, for example, on, on off-pitch notes, a note is flat, they think of sharpening the note. That's a terrible thing to think of because if you do that, your voice is going to do weird things. That is a principle that you must sing on pitch and in the center of the pitch. It's a principle. You can't sing to the principle, just like we said earlier. You don't try to make your pitch go a little bit more sharp because you were a little flat. Instead, you say, well, what's causing the flat note? Oh, it's this. My, uh, I didn't have enough breath support. A lot of times it is breath support. Uh, the space in the back of the throat was off. Something like that. Go through the processes and then you get it right. And then you can sing on pitch, which is a principle. So that's how it's done. And that's why there is hope for anyone. If you have some vocal issues, if you have a problem, if you think that you're a singer and no one else thinks you're a singer, it's okay. Because there are processes to, to make you uh, sing on pitch. Because we're, we are the creatures on this earth that can sing. And you can sing. If you can talk up and down in, in your voice, you can sing. So, so yeah, I, I really hope that was an important topic for you. Hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you now can look at your singing lessons if you have a voice teacher or with your practice sessions in a completely different light now.
It's time now to think in terms of the processes that you do and the general principles that you follow. This is so important. Start the separation immediately and everything will be great for you going forward. It'll make things so much easier. It'll take, a take the load off. It'll um, help you to understand that you can just follow different processes until they're complete and you're going to be a great singer. You're going to be the singer that you want to be. And that's it. So I will uh, I'll be seeing you or talking to you soon. Bye.